You're listening to The Brand Compass, conversations to navigate your way to building a brand fit for purpose and poised for success. Here's your host, Shelley Rosland. Hello there, my friend. Welcome back. And thank you for choosing to spend this time with me today. If you're new to the show, this is the place where we encourage frank discussions and prompt your thinking about all the ways in which your brand meets the humans you serve. And I'm Shelley, your host on this conversational journey. Today, I'm going to talk about something that I haven't yet gotten into on the show, and that is brand experience. Now, before you switch off, and think that this is really only for big businesses and big brands like Disney or Netflix or Nike or Virgin or Nobu, it's really not. Stick with me. For micro businesses, how people feel when they work with you is actually more important than it is for bigger businesses. We have much more at stake and less leeway for getting things wrong. In fact, I'd go as far to say that for micro businesses, Brand experience needs to be one of your top priorities in order to survive the turbulence and fickleness that our digital world puts on our economic welfare. What is brand experience? Well, my definition is that it's the 4D experience that people have when they come into contact with you and your business. It's what they see, feel, think and physically experience. Think about when you go to a 4D show at a cinema, right? It's that physical experience they get when they come across you or get to work with you. In this episode, I'm specifically going to zoom in on one particular facet to designing your brand experience. And that is the importance of meaning. If you don't put what's meaningful for your ideal clients into your experience, you'll not only end up with the wrong kind of clients, you will also burn out pretty fast and you'll become hugely resentful of the low reward you'd gain from the huge amount of effort that you put into this. Now, as you know by now, I work in the main with service-based businesses and subject matter experts. So I'll, I'll sway a lot of what I'm going to say in this episode heavily towards these types of businesses and people. Before we get going, though, I also wanted to say that in order to craft your brand experience or indeed to work out what's meaningful for your clients, it's key to identify your brand touch points. And in particular, the ones that you can have an influence on. So touch points could be anything like social media content, email conversations, face-to-face meetings, marketing collateral, and any activities that you may do or even carry out while you deliver your service or your offer. Why do I say you need to focus on the touch point that you can influence? Because (laughs) from experience and in working with service focused individuals like yourself, you generally want the best for your clients and you try to assume control over their experience of you. And honestly, there is much that you can really only influence and not control. So stay mindful of what's within your capacity to exert good, wholesome influence as opposed to full-on control end-to-end. Remember, you can only create the space which will stimulate certain emotions, 
thoughts and feelings. You cannot really define up front what those emotions, thoughts and feelings will be. You may need to test what's meaningful and what generates what kinds of emotions for your clients. And only by testing will you be able to iterate towards crafting your ideal brand experience that you're aiming for. One another thing to keep in mind while you listen to me today is that ultimately one of your goals here is to retain your sanity, which means that whatever you decide to build into your brand experience, you want it to be sustainable and something that you can repeatedly and consistently provide for each and every new client. Are you ready? Okay, let's get into it. I was inspired to dig into this aspect of meaning in brand experience after reading Martin Neumeyer's book, The Brand Gap, a couple of years ago. He shared a little grid that quickly showed the scale of meaning in the eyes of the outside world from actions and activities which can be described as superficial, possibly a little soulless, to what was more deeper and more personal. I took his grid and I adapted the examples he used to be a bit closer to what smaller or micro businesses would relate better to, and especially for the UK market, which is where I operate, right? So I'll pop my revised grid for you in the show notes, just so you've got a little visual to go with this episode. But for you listening now, what I want to do is just describe the graphic for you, just so that you can visualize it in your mind while we're talking through this concept. It's basically a four quadrant, you know, the basic four quadrants, four squares with two axes. So the horizontal axis goes from general to the left to personal to the right. And the vertical axis goes from shallow at the top to deep at the bottom. The premise is that basically as you move around these quadrants, you quickly can tick off in your mind which of the activities that you are doing right now are hitting some deeper and more meaningful spots for your clients or audiences. It will also show you, however, if the activities and things that you're doing right now might be pretty superficial and are not really helping you to build those deeper relationships and connections with your clients. So why is this useful? Ultimately, the deeper and more meaningful your activities are, and therefore the quality of your relationships with your clients, the more loyal they will become. Now, why is this useful? Ultimately, the deeper and more meaningful your activities are, and therefore the quality of your relationships with your clients, the more loyal they will become and the more invested you are in keeping them happy. That is a win-win for a micro business because we all know that it's far more cost-effective in the long run to market to existing clients than it is to go out and get brand new clients. Also, I will say that with loyalty and retention comes a natural increase in the lifetime value of your clients, quite simply because They like you, they love the value you give them, and they enjoy the fact that you are happy to have them. They will continue to buy from you and will also refer more good quality business to you. So you can see meaningful equals happy, loyal clients equals longevity and increased returns for you. 
Now, you may be thinking, Shelley, is there something else now that I have to go out and do and create? My time is full. My head is exploding already. My answer is no, you are already doing some of this. What I'd encourage you to do, though, is to maybe take an hour out of your week and go and sit somewhere that's not your normal workspace and reflect on where you think you are in this brand experience conversation. Here are a couple of prompts you can use for that hour that you're going to set aside. And I want you to just jot down what comes up for you through these prompts. So the first prompt is to step back and think about the journey of your clients right now. I want you to look at various points in their path with you and list out the actions and activities that you are doing right now that fall under each of these areas. I'm going to give you a couple of areas to use. Firstly, look at what do you do to attract new prospects? Jot down a couple of activities there. What do you do when they contact you? What does your conversion path look like? What do you do to onboard a client? What do you do during the delivery of your service? What other things do you do to retain the relationship? What other added value things do you do over the course of the relationship? Okay, so that's your first prompt. Your second prompt is basically to reflect on your answers of the first. Notice how many things, how many items have you jotted down under each one of those areas that I gave you? Do you notice a pattern or is there a lack of one? Are you doing a whole lot to romance the prospect in the beginning and then once they become a client, the activities all seem to peter out? Or do you spend a lot of time converting and delivering, but not a lot to romance new prospects? or retain the ones that you've got. Now remember, there's no right or wrong here, but your answers will give you an indication as to where your brand experience needs work. Yes, brand experience does include good old customer service, but it really involves a whole lot more. I'm gonna stop there for today, because that's probably more than enough to chew on for now. I'll pop up a few more resources in the show notes if you wanted to dig a bit deeper into this topic. But I want to leave you with this. Experience is the last remaining differential. Unless you invent something that is new to the world or the market, you are not original or terribly unique in what it is that you do. Unfortunately, the sad thing is that today everything's commoditized. The only remaining differential is experience. If you are not planning and focusing on your brand experience, then you're losing out on actually standing head and shoulders above the rest, or at least helping to rise the tide. I'm a big fan of rising the tide. Experience brings value. Value means you can raise prices and avoid being price compared like a commodity. Chew on that for a bit. Was that a helpful topic for you? Has it spurred you to think a little bit more about how others are experiencing you and your service? 
Let me know. It gets lonely, the side of the mic. <laughs> I'd love to hear from you. Pop me a message on Instagram or LinkedIn. I'm the only Shelley Rosland out there. Who do you know that could do with listening to this episode? Maybe you have a team member or a partner or an associate that you'd like to engage to help you to focus more on this in your business. Share this episode with them and I'll get them on the same page as you. Until next time, my friend, stay strong, believe you have value and make good brand decisions. Thank you for listening to The Brand Compass. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with your entrepreneurial friends and help them make good brand decisions. Until next time, let's keep the conversation going at ShellyRosland.com.